Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back. Hour number two here in the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. On the Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. My guest this hour is Kathy Kirk, a consciousness bridge, light worker, and starseed, is the creator of Applied Spirituality, a body of work synthesized over 30 years to assist the evolution of mankind into the golden age of the new fifth dimension. Of the dimensional earth by bridging science and spirituality and all perceived dualities. Kathy's background includes the sciences and business. She's a graduate of Cornell University. Kathy is the author of two books, Well Done, A Story of Applied Spirituality, and The Earthling's Quick Start Guide. Kathy reinterprets everyday events in terms of the quality of consciousness at her blog, A New View. Uh, which is spirituality.com forward slash a hyphen new hyphen view hyphen dash blog. And for the Cleveland Plain Dealer, for over a year, Kathy hosted a new view of life radio show encouraging that the most patriotic thing people can do is to expand their minds and open their hearts into a new higher perspective. My guest this hour is the one and only Kathy Kirk. And Kathy, always great talking to you. How have you been? <laughs> busy. We we are busy, busy these days on planet Earth. So what's going on? You know, there seems to be a lot of unrest, a lot of uncertainty, whether it's in the financial realm, whether it's in the, uh, you know, the political arena. Terrorism is running rampant throughout uh, Europe. You know, a poor officer at an airport in Flint, Michigan was stabbed today. And you look at the weather, you look what's going on in North Korea, it's like, what in the name of Sam Heaven is going on? <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're uh, pretty far down the rabbit hole now, aren't we? Wow, um, this isn't a rabbit hole, it's a gopher hole. <laughs> um, I would interpret everything, all my comments are ter- interpreted through a mm-hmm. higher perspective. So... <clears throat> We are in the midst of the ascension of mankind in Earth from third dimension to fifth. So that means there's increasing light being pushed onto the planet from source, creator, uh, the galactics, mm-hmm. who, who knows where, you know. Um, 
And and if you think of it, my girlfriend says it this way. I think it's kind of funny how she said it. It's like last call at the bar, you know, at two o'clock in the morning and you've been uh, kind of schmoozing it up with somebody and they call last call and they turn the lights on. And then you see, um, you know, he has a wart on his nose and there's chewing gum stuck to the counter and there's beer spilled all over the counter. This increased light is illuminating everything that is not love, everything that is still of duality, of a third dimensional reality, belief systems, thought Mm -hmm. patterns. So the more light that is, it's like a giant spotlight that just keeps getting brighter and, and more pervasive and... Um, so everything that is not love is showing up and that's what you're looking at. Everything that needs to be healed, everything that needs to be loved, everything that needs to be released and reunified. Um, so the work is all ours, all ours to do right now. But why wouldn't it, why would it take so much uh, negativity in order to progress to the next stage? Well, Rob, it's not like it's re- the negativity is being heaped here. It's been here and it's been hidden. It's been in our unconscious and subconscious minds and we just kept pushing it down and kind of glossing over it. And um, nothing uh, that is not love and light will mm-hmm. ascend to fifth dimension. So it's all got to be transformed, transmuted, um, loved and, and reclaimed. It's, it's kind of like... Um, uh, going to, you know how the, the military says, no man left behind, you yeah. know, so we're going back through all of our timelines and we are getting all of our soul parts off the battlefield of all of our incarna- incarnations. So wow. we're not just clearing this timeline, this life, this year, we're clearing every timeline that has ever been done in third dimension. So it's a yeoman's piece of work. All right, stand by, Kathy. You and I have to take our first break. Exonation. Kathy Kirk is our special guest. www.appliedspirituality.com. And Kathy and I return to the Exxon on the other side of this break from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. 
I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good to Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Exonation Kathy Kirk is my guest this hour. And her website is www.appliedspirituality.com. Kathy, before the break, you were giving us a very detailed, uh, you know, picture of what is happening. And during the commercial break, it, you know, I thought, well, my gosh, it sounds like it's a, it's a festering pimple that's getting ready to burst. <laughs> you know, that's funny. I often call it a carbuncle. You ah. know? Yeah, it, it is. It's. It is bursting. It's seeping. Um, and I don't think we want it to burst because that would be pretty icky um, if you think of it in terms of world events. Mm-hmm. It's, it, they're, you know, all the celestial beings and, and all the light workers and everybody is trying to do this in as smooth a way as possible. Um, you know, there's there's been a battle for Earth going on for millennia. Um, who's the, who's the battle with? Well, (laughs) you know, here we go into the, um, the, the, there are ETs absolutely. And, um, there are ascended ETs and there are not ascended ETs. And the reason earth is so valuable, it's a living genetic library and anything Mm -hmm. that, uh, is in the galaxy or the universe that has DNA can grow here. And so this is a very unique planet, not not just because we love it and we think it's beautiful and mm-hmm. and, and it's a concrete uh, physical reality, um, but it has this very special quality. So it's been batted around back and forth and a lot of dirty deeds have been done here. And um, this is actually the fifth time humanity has attempted ascension this time it is assured we have we have done it now what's in question but how do we know how how do we know how long how do we know it's assured this time if we've tried it before and we failed um well my assurances are from you know the 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 celestial beings um this is ordained this is like a directive from prime creator um that we have been screwed around with long enough and um, the humanity itself has 
has asked for light and love, whether it was mm-hmm. conscious or unconscious, enough people, enough souls on planet Earth said, we want we want light and love and we want to be free. And, and most people didn't ever do it consciously. They just did it from the depths of their being of, oh, God, couldn't this be better or you know, those kinds of things. But what about um, the people who don't believe in the New Age uh, way of looking at things? It doesn't I, matter. You know, I mean, if you don't believe in gravity, it still affects you. So. Right, right. Yes, that we're talking about gravity. We're not talking about a belief system where everybody on Earth knows about gravity. Everybody on Earth does not know about the 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 uh, the ET presence or the New Age genre or the or the um, you know going from the third dimension to the fifth. How do you deal? How do you know? Like, how do you tell these people that this is real? Well. My last speech, was, which is, was for the Department of Defense, if mm-hmm. you can believe it, here in Cleveland. Um, I, do you remember, I, talk, I talked to them and I showed them a graph of uh, algebra. You know, when you would uh, do XYZ graph and mm-hmm. you'd have the X, um, you know, the X line, the Y line, and then the Z, Z line. Mm-hmm. And so if you were to graph a fifth dimension because that's graphing three dimensions so how would you graph fourth or fifth and you actually can graph it but what you're going into is advanced math and most people on earth um haven't ever adventured into quantum physics and like advanced math and quantum math the people that are are just now entering that and actually giving it serious thought are are physicists Mm -hmm. and astronomers you know the rest of the scientific world has got their hands in their ears so dimensions exist whether you want to believe that or not and at one time they thought the world was flat so once again once again you're using hypoth you're using fact to 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 validate hypothetical statements well, there is a lot of physics um, studies that back all this up, so but one, I can't rattle a, them off at this. No, moment. but once again, you said studies, studies that concur what, that come to what point, and if these studies have been validated by the scientific community, how come we don't hear about them? Well, I think it's because there's uh, uh, a deep state that's controlling the whole planet, so. The stuff that would enlighten us has mm-hmm. been kept from us. Why? And it's the battle for planet Earth. It's the battle for this beautiful green emerald place that will grow anything that has DNA. Yeah, all right. But how do we know that the information that you and other believers of the of the ET existence and the ET presence, as well as the um, you know, the rest of it. How do, how do we know that they're not feeding you a line that they are, they have nefarious, um, intentions? Well, for one thing, anything that's from source is, is love and unity. And, and, and when you move into the, mm-hmm. um, higher dimensions, it feels good. It feels like home. In other words, you have to sort of, you have two operating systems in your in your body to to perceive these things. You have a left brain and a right brain. Mm-hmm. And in this world, in this um, modern day, and I'd say for at least the last 150 years, the mind has been held as God. So anything that was sort of of the feeling state, you know, the right brain where the artists and and the poets and you know, whatever, that's been the feminine, let's say, the receptive, that's been diminished and demeaned and marginalized. And so we've grown up in this soup. Um, All of us have grown up in the same soup. And the only people that sort of go, there's something wrong here, are the ones who feel out of place, you know, like... The dreamers, um, the philosophers, those who... who do not accept reality as as the rest of society understands reality. Yes, gotcha. exactly. Gotcha. And we're and we're the ones who you know get put into mental hospitals and medicated mm-hmm. and and you know and persecuted. But you know it's all right because it's kept the light alive on Earth for all this time. Whether you scribbled your poem, you know, just for yourself, or you drew just for yourself, or you, um, 
you know, you, you, we kept the light going. I, I don't know how we did it, but it seems like to me against all odds, but by God, we're pulling it out of the, out of the hat now. So it's, it's happening. So when does, when does this, um, the transformation from the third to the fifth dimension actually take place? Well, Earth has already transitioned to fifth dimension. So if you start looking for really cool things happening, like, um, Mm I, I see videos on, on YouTube uh, of, like, uh, I saw one yesterday of a leopard who had just killed a baboon and then realized this baboon had a baby. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of hyenas sort of coming in, and the leopard took the baby baboon and, and protected that's something I don't think anyone has ever seen on earth before. So it kind of echoes the Bible where it says, you know, the lion shall lay down with the lamb. Um, I'm not by any means saying read the Bible, but there are tr- there is truth in the Bible. And, and it pops up when you go, wow, that's what that meant. Look at that. You but know? where does it say in the um, Bible that we're going to leave the third dimension and go into the fifth dimension? It couldn't possibly have said it because they didn't have those terms. They didn't even have the intellect at that time to understand a non-physical universe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they. I, I was substituting teaching science in third grade one day, and I was teaching a, a science module about Newton and gravity. And uh, I said, I asked the class, does anybody know who discovered gravity? And this little boy, you know, was, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me, and and um. And he said, uh, Jesus. And I went, what? <laughs> you know, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drew a timeline on the board. And I showed him, you know, this is when Jesus lived. And this is when Newton lived. And I said, and I want you to picture what it was like when Jesus lived. It didn't look, the world didn't look like you're looking at it. You know, they didn't, they couldn't read. They, they had a community well where they drew water up in buckets. And they knew if they dropped their their uh, bowl it would break but they they could not even abstract a thought uh, um, they didn't have that evolution of gray matter and neurons and and even the the constructs that those had to come before anyone could actually latch onto it so i mean we've been evolving all along so this time the evolution is in consciousness and once once again, uh, how how do we know this is going to be really done? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did good. ask me yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, how long it's going to take is depending on us because we're fueling the whole thing by our desire and our willingness to release everything within ourselves that is not love and light. That's why it boils down to each individual soul. Um, and, of course, the dark isn't going quietly into that sweet good night. Um so they're waging um, their last stand, sort of like Custer's last stand. Uh, and it's it's serving a great purpose, though, as well. As you can see, people are polarizing even more, which makes it, um, you know, the universe is very just and fair and loves and, and, and loves all of its creatures, including, quote unquote, the bad guys. Everybody is being given a chance to choose love or fear. Everybody, no matter how rotten you've been, everybody's getting a chance to make that choice. And so that's why the polarizing is getting deeper and more like it used to be a bell curve where there were a few enlightened and there were a few that were really bad and everybody was just in the bell in the middle. Mm -hmm. Now the bell is pretty much collapsing and everyone's moving out to either end. So um, and really, there's no. This is there's no losing in this game. If you choose to ascend, if you choose to um, expand your consciousness and choose love and do that journey, good. You'll you'll go to a planet Earth that has the fifth dimension Earth. If you choose not to and you want to play the third dimensional game and duality and fear and all that, there's no recriminations about that. You'll go to a parallel earth where you can play that game out until you're ready to say, I'm done. I w- I'd like to, I'd like to go home now, you know? So nobody loses in this game. There is no death. There's no one's going to lose. It just, it's scary from a third dimensional viewpoint. And that's the whole point of it is that, you are we are eternal creatures who we really are 
is within us and to make that connection and embody that larger self in a physical body, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything more ecstatic than to be wide awake and living in a body. I mean, mostly when you're in a higher dimension, you don't get to have a body and drink great wine and feel the wind in your face and make love. You know, you just get to like participate in the energy of it. But this is a really incredible ascension that we're, we're doing right now. All right, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Kathy Kirk is our guest, www.appliedspirituality.com. And Kathy and I will be back after the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can always uh, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And check out the great programming we have available for you, 724-365, on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? 
There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, everyone. If you're a skeptic or a believer, I want to hear your comments. WW, uh, the email address, I should say, is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. Kathy Kirk is our special guest. Her website is appliedspirituality.com. And you, and you know, Kathy, uh, there are a lot of people who hear the New Age um, outlook on life, and they say, oh, come on, give it a break. <laughs> you know, it's like, what do you want us to do? Hold hands, sing kumbaya, and ignore the reality of everyday living? And, you know, I, I would love to believe in my heart of hearts that we are going into a, a greater consciousness or another evolution upwards. But it's hard to take anything serious looking at the world today. And, you know, you know it's like... Okay, if this is true, why can't we see signs? Why? And if there is a superior intelligence or a supreme being or extraterrestrials, why can't everybody see these? Why can't everybody get these messages? Why is it only the select few? Well, first of all, I don't think it's a select few anymore. Um, there's quite a number. There's quite a tipping point now. So, um let me think the first part of what you asked me. Logically, let's just go logically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am the least likely of people to be doing this work. I mean, I grew up uh, studying my little fanny off. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was in pre-med for a year. Yeah. Uh, I, I've taken physics and microbiology and all of that. And then I switched. Um, I dropped out, got married and, and did business. I was in business, but I never quite fit anywhere. You know, it was like, I don't know. I, I, I was like um, traveling through experiences, gaining experiences, basically what, you know, and I've had lots of adventures. Mm -hmm. Um. And every one of them came to serve me in what I'm doing now. It wasn't until I was like probably, I don't know, 60 that I realized I was um, a starseed uh, from another um, civilization, an advanced civilization. And when I, when I got that message, I was like, well, you could have told me about 40 years ago. That would have really helped, you know. <laughs> but let's just look at it logically. <clears throat> from from everyday Joe's point of view, mm -hmm. how do you explain that the sun comes up every morning, um, the seasons progress, this is our summer solstice right now, it, it happens every year at the yeah. same time, um, the mm -hmm. rain falls, the food grows, you eat a sandwich and it turns into new liver cells, your heart beats, you mm -hmm. eliminate, and not a thought from a human mind goes into making any of that happen. Okay. So I think that's just a practical look at this elegant system. Now, who created it? I don't know. You see, I, I I'm, a, I'm a creationist myself. I believe in the theory of evolution. I do not believe there is a deity. I do not believe that there are forces out in the great beyond who, who use us as little puppets for their own... Oh. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I'm a kind of I'm a kind I'm kind of guy who wants to see proof, empirical okay. proof. I don't want to. In order for me to believe, I'm an ex-cop, a criminal investigator. I deal <laughs> with facts. I deal with evidence. Okay. So for me to believe, I need to see the the proof. And you know, I had a guest on. He said, "Rob, why are you doing this show if you don't believe?" It's because I want to believe, want but to believe. I want I to see it. the proof. Yeah. All right. So I don't think there's any higher proof than mathematics, right? So 
math, like music, anything that's a frequency is a universal language, mm -hmm. right? Well, but where did the that uni universal the uni language Wait a sec here. From? Wait a sec. It's only a universal language because humanity says it is. Our scientists, our philosophers, well, our artists, our poets, our woo-woo artists say it's a universal language. We will not know that until it is proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that there are other civilizations as well as beings that can be proven to the public and to the scientific community that this is so. Until then, it's just a theory, a belief. Well, to me, it isn't. I mean, I, I guess I... It's a matter of choice. Enough, um, I don't think... Let's go back to what you said. Okay. <clears throat> about being a creationist. I'm mm -hmm. not sure what that means, but well, that, I don't think it's either or. I think that um, God might be the ultimate physicist, personally, um, if there is such a God. And I use that term very loosely. I, I don't, I think that we are mm -hmm. all God and that on the other side, when we're not in third, you know, we're, we're creating things. We, we all got together and said, let's create this green planet. And, um, so we're creators, all of us. We're all creators. But here we can't remember that. So I get what you're saying. I come from a family of engineers mm -hmm. and scientists. Right. And so um, believe me, I've heard it all. Um, and, and they think I'm daffy. But when I look at nature and I look at – to me, that's proof. I'm looking right at it. I know the sun's going to come up and I know it's going to go down and I know – And we I know – and we know why. What? Why do you think? Listen, I've taken astronomy. I know based on the astronomy that I've taken why the, how the Earth orbits the Sun and how right, it but spins. But who set up that physics? Well, I mean, you, wait, a second, wait, a wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Well, my God, you're a scientist, and and you don't know this. No, I'm saying. I'm saying, why don't we bump into other planets? There's something elegant that keeps it all organized. It's called the gravitational pull of the sun. We know for a fact that Jupiter is, you know, how Jupiter was formed, the largest planet, and how it actually was pushed back into orbit, even though it was attracted to the sun. That is where okay. it picked up most of okay. its mass. You know, we know this. Right. But, but where did the concept of gravity come from? It's caused by the rotation of the Earth. And how did everybody figure that out? Well, so that we could... Sir Isaac Newton saw an apple fall. Yeah, but that, that this all happened long before Isaac Newton got conked in the head. I'm just saying there was a cause before the physical effect. So what was the cause before all the planets were created or the universe was created? What was the cause and how could it develop in such a mathematical precision way? I mean... Wait a second. We, we're only saying it's a mathematical way based on mathematics as we understand it. Mathematics can be manipulated. How do we know that Einstein, that 15 years from now, Einstein will be proven wrong, that the theory of relativity will be proven to be wrong? Well, we they are closing this. in on a better theory now. It's probably string theory will turn out to be the truth of it. But, um, I mean, I, these are the mysteries. You know, these are the mysteries. And I think the way I run it through mm -hmm. my noggin yeah. is that the mystics held the space for quantum physics for eons of time. They saw when things lined up, however that works – when when a when a human lines up with source and and something happens that's not supposed to happen it's a miracle quote unquote right so they knew that if they toned or they chanted and and everybody was gathering their own data they were always sort of in their own scientific method of how did i do that how could i recreate that and millions and millions of people wrote books about different things and and themes started to come up you know so I don't know what you would think would be definitive proof, except if maybe, you know, the Pleiadians landed on your front door and then you no, I'd, okay, I'd be, I'd be satisfied. <laughs> I'd be satisfied if they landed on the White House lawn or on the on Parliament Hill in Canada, Red Square in Russia. You know, there's a lot of mystery and there's a lot of 
there's a lot of conspiracy theories and cover-up theories. Mm -hmm. And in my Mm -hmm. opinion, the people who are maintaining the conspiracy theory about UFOs and extraterrestrials are the UFO believers themselves. Because as long as they maintain and keep the conspiracy in place, they cannot and they don't have to provide any evidence of the existence. Have you been following um, Dr. Stephen Greer on his disclosure videos? You should I get have him on no your show. use. I have no use for him. I think oh, he's why? one of the biggest charlatans out there. Well, it'd be nice to hear his point of view. Uh, it's a waste of my time. Hmm. You can't be a philosopher and have a closed mind. I'm you not. A, I am not a philosopher. I am a journalist. I am an investigative journalist. You're a philosopher in your heart. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because if I was a philosopher. I would believe without seeing. I would believe without hearing. I would believe based on other people's thoughts, and I'm not. You know, I I don't believe everything everybody tells me. I <clears throat> am open. Yeah. Um, I am open to everybody's opinion. I I worked at a library for God's sake, so I wow. I am a an equal opportunity believer. Uh, th- no thought entertainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm open to everybody's thought because everybody in my lexicon is a piece of source. Mm-hmm. So, well, who, your, wait a second. Your you, point you, of you keep on saying source. What is source? It's the best word I can put on um, the field of unified consciousness. God. I don't like the word because there's so many human attachments to it, and and it. Uh, it, it turns a lot of people off. But why wouldn't you use it? You said the Bible. You quoted the Bible, so why wouldn't you use the word God? Because I use it all. I use it all. Or, I, if it's if it's in the Upanishads and it, mm-hmm. it fits my lexicon, then I quote it. And if it's uh, in Shakespeare, I quote it. Um, I mean, truth has been on the planet since the beginning. It's just been hidden. And... It depends if you're looking for it, and I've always been looking for, and I think you are a truth seeker. Well, sure. You wouldn't I, be doing I, I, this show. I've been doing this show for 26 years now, five right. nights a week, four guests a night, and still wow. no proof of ghosts, no proof of Bigfoot, no mm-hmm. proof of extraterrestrial visitation, no proof of alien abduction, no proof of... Um, of men in black, and the list goes on and on and on. And yet, when you look back in history and in time, you can see proof of the ancient wonders. Uh You can see Stonehenge. You can see the Great Pyramids, and the list goes on. But it seems that as soon as the Internet became available, the Internet, in my opinion, is the biggest garbage septic tank that mankind (laughs) has ever created because there's more crap in it. Then there is you anything have, else. You have to be a very selective sifter. I mean, you have to, and this is where we get back to that left brain, right brain, mm-hmm. and, and listening with your gut. When you move into the, um, when you balance yourself with your feminine and masculine part, yeah. then you're starting to use your nonverbal, you know, you, you feel things in your heart, you feel things in your gut. I pretty much move through life in a feeling way. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't realize how much uh, my sisters were asking me something not too long ago, why I decided something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, and I realized that I had done my decision by all feeling. And now I was searching for the words to match what my feeling was. So it's something you develop within yourself. So I guess I'm saying to you that my proof is in my nonlinear mm-hmm. system. You know, my my intuition, my um, my gut feel. I, un- um, I understand that, and I respect your feelings, and I respect the way that you feel. I really do. Good. You know, because we all are individuals. We all have our own beliefs, and we're entitled to that. But we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of this news break. No, I'm sorry. This is the final segment as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada with Kathy Kirk. Don't go away. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? 
study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Own Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Own Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exonation, Kathy Kirk is our special guest, www.appliedspirituality.com. And you know, Kathy, before we went to the, uh, the final break, I, I was saying that I respect you for your opinion and, you know, for what you believe. And you were basically saying prior to that, that, you know, that you don't try and, you know, push your beliefs on other people, right? Right. You know, so 
if that's the case, why did you write two books? For those who wanted to know more, and probably most of all, just for me, um, uh, the little the little book, the Earthlings Quick Start mm-hmm. Guide, was was my answer to, uh, you know, I, I felt one day like I was dropped on planet earth without a walk working walkie-talkie and and <laughs> it's like i can't get to the mothership what happened you dropped me and forgot i was here and um then i started developing these uh, other softwares that we all have and then i could hear and then i could understand and i could um i could communicate with myself my greater self or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. so in the other book was my story of coming to this point of how bad things got for me in the physical world that I finally said, there's got to be more to this. What is it? And and that brings up a very interesting question. Is the New Age area a place where people who have had issues with what we call the re- the physical world, the real world, feel safe as an escape route? I don't think it's an escape route. I think that it's the hardest work you'll ever do in your life, Mm -hmm. but it's the one that makes the most sense because you end up loving yourself because you can feel your own self-love instead of waiting for the world to give it to you, which is always going to be wanting in a third dimensional world. So you embody your soul rather than... um, and that's what this ascension is, essentially, and I, I'd kind of like to make that clear. This isn't an out-of-the-body experience. This is bringing your greater soul self, embodying more light in love, into your body on planet Earth. This is bringing literally heaven to Earth. So it's not. It's very unlike the 60s where everyone was just trying to trip out and get out of here. You know, this is completely different. And when you realize the power of love and what a creator you are when you are in that vibration of love, you can transform anything in the physical. How? It's physics. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you how. It. I've just witnessed it. I've, I've done it myself and been like, oh my God, what happened? All right. What, what, what have you witnessed? What have you done? Well, one time um, when I was living in San Diego, I mm-hmm. used to come back to Ohio every summer to right. visit the folks. And mom wanted to go down to uh, Amish country. So we went down and she wanted to buy a birdhouse. And as you know, the Amish people don't use electricity. So mom wanted to use a credit card and the woman had a manual one. Remember those old manual credit card things? So she goes to do this and and her wrist is at like a 45 degree angle. It's purple and swollen and it's obviously broken. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what in the world did you do? This might have been around 2000, 1999, something like that. And for some reason, I said, do you mind if I put my hands on your wrist? I just wanted to comfort it or soothe it. I I had no experience doing this. I have to just tell you that. So anyway, I put one under it, one over it, and the three of us continued to blab. And um, we talked about, I don't know, birdseed or who knows what. It was not her wrist. It was just stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, maybe 10, 20 minutes later, I I pulled my hands away, and my mother gasped, and she said, I wouldn't have believed this if I hadn't seen it. And I looked, and the woman's wrist was perfectly fine. It was straight and pink and, you know, normal. And I got weak in the knees. I just said, i got to sit down. <laughs> now, so, if, if, if somebody had, had put a, a, a heating pad or a... Or some sort of heating, uh, you know, if she would have had a heating pad or a hot water bottle on her wrist, would that have eased the pain and would that have brought the the uh, wrist back to the way it was? I don't think so. I think um, this was a multidimensional event. In other words, the light in love, somehow I found that alignment and and left around all my doubt, you know, uh, everything in my brain that would have distorted this energy coming through and uh, just allowed it. And that is just the beginning of what's possible. But have I, I been able to replicate mm-hmm. it? No. All right. But as a pre-med student, <laughs> you're well aware of the fact that when somebody puts their hands on another person on the body, 
the hands emanate heat. Heat reduces swelling. Swelling reduces uh-huh. pain. Now, come on, well, everybody actually, knows that. You know, anybody actually, who's got a kid knows that. Well, yeah, this this wasn't. I I I can just tell you mm-hmm. a break that bad. I mean, it was it was at an ugly angle in in purple and horrible and and I just had wrist surgery done a couple of years ago, so mm-hmm. I can tell you, um, I I wasn't able to affect that for myself. So. I don't know. I was, you know, maybe like a blind hog finding an acorn now and again. I, I found I found the portal. And um, now I was already doing doing um, spiritual work, but from a very left brain perspective. This plus uh, the death of uh, a dearly beloved friend and speaking with him on the other side just pulled me through to realize that there was a whole unexplained unexplored this is like um this is the explorers club of all time is consciousness then how come so, everybody doesn't believe in it well Why you know they we they've been trained in in the soup and and i think until until the soul's ready and until it's all free will down here so nobody has to do anything and you know i think partly for me i i I was just sort of done with third dimensional earth. It's like, if this is all there is, I'd beam me up Scotty because this ain't fun, you know? And, um, you know, so that's when, then it, that's when it got fun and it got to be interesting. And, and, uh, and there's nothing I'd rather do than interpret this physical world through, uh, the field of unified consciousness. Mm-hmm. There's so much more going on on the other side, creating this world, um, that nobody's even looking at yet. And when they do, this world will be transformed. I mean, we won't need medicine. We won't need insurance. That's for sure. Thank you, God. Um, you know, nobody's going to be afraid anymore. But I mean, happens? imagine a world where no one's afraid. What happens if you're wrong? Well, it can't get any worse than this, can it? You know, that's not the answer I was expecting from you. <laughs> the answer I would have expected from you is, I'm not wrong. But by you giving me the answer you did, to me, as an investigator, says you're not totally convinced. I love the mystery, and I love the evidence unfolding before me. Um, I'm a skeptic as well. I mean, I I came in, like I said, I was as asleep as anybody else when I started this work. And it was through a personal crisis that I, I just I asked the right question. I go, if I can't control anything outside of me, then how do I have a rip-roaring good life on earth? That that was the question that I asked that began my entire transformation. So it was about loving myself. And then now, you know, I look at the world Mm -hmm. and I have such compassion and love for every single one of us. We're nothing short of heroes for just coming here. I think sex has a lot to do with it. Say again? I I said I think sex has a lot to do with us coming here. I'm talking about a soul saying, oh, send me to earth, you know. There's a spiritual teacher that I listen to frequently. His name is Matt Kahn, and he calls earth the ghetto of the galaxy. (laughs) I call it the botany bay of the universe. (laughs) So I just think you can go through anything when you understand your love and your Mm -hmm. eternal and your creator, and you really do have the tools to shift your own reality right here, right now. You can shift your own reality. And I've done that many times um, where I've been in, in a, like a tense situation with somebody and they're sort of, you know, yammering at mm-hmm. me and I shift into light and love. And it's sort of like the the balloon gets popped for them. Like they, they lose their thought. They lose their energy. And that's just me shifting into vibrating at a different frequency, at a higher frequency. If I match their frequency, we'll have a battle. But if I choose a higher frequency, it takes the the starch out of their jib. You, you know, know I, I, I know what you're saying, uh, and I use it with my children, you know, <laughs> and my grandchildren. And I use mm-hmm. it with some people I have to deal with on a daily basis. I just, you know, I feel fine. You know, I, you know, anybody can be a jerk. So fine, you know, let's talk about it. Let's work it out. And I call that common sense. 
Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how much of what you know in your knowing and that you think of common sense mm-hmm. is your divinity. I, I'm convinced of that. My grandmother used to say to me when I'd whine to her about my sisters, you mm-hmm. know, because they were so different than I was, and right. she'd say, pay no mind. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but it was the most brilliant piece of wisdom if you abide by the law of, of uh, or if you understand the law of attraction. So the more you focus on something, the more you you create it, the, the bigger it gets. Or as Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Exactly. For exactly. us Christians, her, yeah. Yeah, so her little phrase was, mm-hmm. pay no mind. Well, know? Kathy, there is something I have to do right now, and that has to is to pay the bills. And you and I must say so long for tonight. I want to thank you very much for joining us. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to uh, find out more about Kathy, just Google her name on the internet, and uh, I'm sure you'll find it, or else she'll be able to find you through the dimensional rift, you know, going from third dimension to fifth dimension. And mind you, they were a great group. In fact, I went and saw the fifth dimension in Niagara with Laura a couple of months ago. We had a great time. So there you go. We went from outside Niagara into the fifth dimension. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. (laughs) 